Hi, everybody. This is Moshe Fried, and welcome to the very 51st episode of the Class Stars Podcast. Almost an entire year of Class Stars Podcast episodes. So glad that you're with us this week. Today, I want to talk about a popular movie from about a decade ago, Moneyball, based on a book, The Wicked Witch of the West, and John Gottman's Relationship Theories and Education. The big question is, how do teachers like us, who are being pulled in so many directions, with so many demands and so much to do, how do we make sure that we not only get through our lesson as planned, but also make sure that every child is noticed every day, and that each one gets the attention they need to succeed? That is the question, and the Class Stars podcast is here to give you the answer. Here is your host, Moshe Freed. So I saw this week that Brad Pitt actually played Dr. Anthony Fauci on Saturday Night Live, which got me thinking to this movie that Brad Pitt starred in quite a while ago by now, 2011, Moneyball, which is based on a book by um, Michael Lewis. And everybody knows that it's a classic story by now, the Oakland A's and baseball Remember, there's such a thing as baseball. Before the coronavirus, there was organized professional sports. It was really cool. Hopefully, we'll get back to it really soon. So the Oakland A's live in a small market, and they can't afford to spend nearly the amount of money as teams like the New York Yankees So, on, on their payroll, on their players. So how in the world can they compete in such an unfair environment, right? The name of the book is The Art of Winning an Unfair, an unfair Game. So... So the idea was that this guy, Billy Bean, who was the general manager of the Oakland A's, figured out uh, statistics, numbers in baseball, cybermetrics, all kinds of fancy names. But the idea is that they figured out how to get players very, very cheap that can perform at a very high level. Um, The book was obviously very popular. The movie was very popular. Brad Pitt plays um, Billy Bean. And... When it came out, it was like a craze. Everything was the money ball of this, the money ball of that. You know, the idea of money ball was how to get ahead, you know, like a hack. How do you hack this, right? The Oakland days hacked baseball. They were able to compete with the Yankees in the regular season. You know, now they had never won a championship with the system. That was the big knock against it. But over the long 162-game season, they were able to compete with teams that were far outspending them you know, three, four, five times the payroll or whatever it was exactly, I don't remember. And it just became a cliche, you know, money ball of things. And obviously this was something that fascinated me. And I remember when I was watching the movie back before they had streaming movies and you had to actually get a DVD to watch a movie and the DVDs would often have extras. At the end of the movie, you can watch extras, interviews with the authors, with the actors, and the producers and bloopers and all that kind of stuff. And one of the extras that I was watching was an interview with Michael Lewis, the author of the book. And he spoke about the development of, of how he became interested in the story. You know, it's always interesting how these amazing stories are developed. I mean, they're there, they're, they're right there in plain sight. The story of the Oakland days unfolded in front of everybody's eyes The games were televised on baseball. It was written up in all the newspapers. But Michael Lewis had a perspective. He had a way of capturing the story that really highlighted 
something. And obviously, the end of the story, you know, throughout the movie, everyone's laughing at this guy, Billy Bean, for the way he's, you know, taking players that are old, taking players that are not really that good. They, they're all a bunch of misfits and they don't have the, that baseball look to them. But statistically, they're delivering. They're, they're, they're delivering in ways that are valuable that other people don't realize. And that's why they're not overpriced. They can get them underpriced. They can get them on the cheap. So Michael Lewis basically, in a nutshell, said this one line that really, really excited me. And this was like in the early days when I was first developing the Class Stars app. He said that Moneyball was the ability to see value in people that other people didn't see. So they were able to take a baseball player that had incredible value, but nobody knew that this baseball player had value. So for example, a player who would walk a lot, bases on balls, that was not considered valuable. Home run hitters were valuable. Home run hitters were expensive. The Oakland A's couldn't afford home run hitters. The Yankees could. They wouldn't compete that way. There's no way the A's can outspend or out home run the Yankees, but they can out walk the Yankees. They can get these guys that just are getting on base and through all the statistics, which I can't say that I fully understand, they were able to figure this stuff out. And of course, when I try to bring everything back to education and how this applies to education, you know, the money ball of education is being able to see value in kids that other people don't see. And there are obviously kids in school whose value shines. There are obviously those kids that do really, really well, whether it's academically or socially or whatever. They just shine. They just have everything going for them. And that's great. That's absolutely great. The problem is that there are other kids that don't shine. There are other kids that slip through the cracks. There are other kids whose value is difficult to see. And to me, the money ball of education is to be able to see the value in those kids. Now, obviously, obviously, who sees the value in these kids? Their family, right? Their mothers, their fathers. Now, that's if they have mothers and fathers or they come from a family that is supportive and can recognize that. Sometimes their own family can't even recognize that. How, how often do we see children that come from disadvantaged homes where they don't even have the family to recognize that value? And so what's really, really important is to be able to see value in kids where it's hard to see it, where it's not that obvious, it's not that simple. And I was thinking about how do we do that? How do we do that? When you have a classroom of between 20 and 30 kids, let's say, and let's keep it down to 20, let's even keep it a small group with everything that's going on and throw in now with all the remote learning situation that's going on, all that kind of stuff. How in the world are we supposed to see value in these kids? And the answer is, And this reminds me of the movie, The Wizard of Oz, right? The Wizard of Oz is a very well-known story, even older than Moneyball, right? Dorothy gets swept away in a tornado. She lands in this magical place called Oz. And the prime villain of The Wizard of Oz, as everybody knows, is the Wicked Witch of the West. And she goes to the wizard. The wizard is this great hero who saves the day, helps her get home, Along the way, she meets her friends, the Scarecrow, the Tin Man, the Lion, the Cowardly Lion. 
right? So you have the whole story there. Now there's this very popular Broadway show, if we can ever get back to opening Broadway again, which hopefully will be really, really soon. There is this magnificent Broadway show, Wicked, which is the story of the Wizard of Oz, but from the perspective of the Wicked Witch of the West. And anyone who's seen the Broadway show will tell you that the Wicked Witch of the West was a horribly misunderstood individual. She is someone that we need to feel bad for. The story of Wicked actually paints the Wicked Witch of the West, Alphaba, as the heroine, as the protagonist of the story. And she is a victim of the Good Witch of the East. The wizard himself is quite horrible in the story of Wicked. So ironically, you have here these two movies, when seen from different perspectives, in one case, you have a villain. From another perspective, you have a heroine. And the story, you know, the, the lesson of the story is that you're going to see value in people when you look at them from the right perspective. If you can look at somebody from the right perspective, you're going to have a much greater appreciation for who they are and what they can do. So when you're playing baseball, you've got to deliver. You've got to deliver. So unless you can come up with some kind of money ball theory, some kind of statistical uh, theory where you can recognize that certain players are valuable, even though they might not be popular, they may not have the big numbers uh, that, that people you know, generally think about. When it comes to school, how do you do that? And that's where we come back to, and <laughs> sorry if I'm, if I'm rambling on here or losing you, but that's where you get back to the John Gottman relationship ratio. And that is that John Gottman, who's been studying relationships for all these years, 45 years, he can identify a good relationship in three minutes and in a couple, recognize if they'll still be together in 10 years or not by just counting the number of compliments and criticisms that they give each other. Because in good relationships, we give five compliments to every criticism when we argue. And in bad relationships, the ratio drops to 0.8 compliments to every criticism. And if you take that and you walk into a classroom full of kids and you make it your business to give five compliments to every criticism to each kid, you can be pretty much assured that you are going to see these kids in a positive light. You're going to be pretty much assured that these kids will not be, none of them will be the Wicked Witch of the West. They'll all be alphabas. They'll all be the heroines. You'll see them in a positive light. And if you do that, then you'll see the value in them that you otherwise wouldn't see. So we got a couple of movies in this week. We got a couple of books in this week. We got some research. We got some coronavirus. We got Brad Pitt. So we covered a lot of bases today uh, in the podcast. And I really, really want to also remind everybody that the Class Stars app is out. It is out. It is live. It is on iOS, iPads, App Store. It's on Google Play. It's on the Microsoft App Store, and you should definitely, definitely check it out. It will change your classroom because what it does, it's really, really simple. It's the easiest way to keep track of stuff. You give positive feedback, you swipe up on a kid, you find them you know, something that they did wrong, they need to be criticized, which happens, it's not the end of the world, you swipe down. And we will keep track to make sure 
that every kid is getting enough positive feedback. You will be notified. If you miss a kid, the next day those kids will be highlighted. If a kid's getting more negative feedback than positive feedback, they're going to have a red border around them that will remind you to catch them being good. It's not a point system. The point systems are really good for certain kids. There's no question about it. There's place for a point system. But most kids don't need a point system. Most kids just need their goodness to be recognized. They just need that money ball. They just need to be shown that they have value and you build them up that way and that's how you build them up. So Class Stars does that for you. It takes Brad Pitt and the Wicked Witch of the West and John Gottman and everybody puts them all together in an app for teachers, special for you. So check it out, download it, tell your friends about it and... Go get every kid and moneyball every single kid in your classroom. See you next week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Class Stars podcast. To learn more about our vision for education, subscribe to us, visit our website, take our free training, sign up for the newsletter, and follow us on social media. Join the revolution in education and become a Class Stars today, empowering educators one episode at a time.